Good morning. This is Rabbi Kim, and welcome to day eight, the second session, picking up from the first session, which went through day seven. So for day eight, let's talk about when you feel desperate. And there are specific readings that you can look up. Just bear with me for a second. Here we go. I lost my place for a second. Okay. Um, you can open your Bibles and read about when you're feeling desperate. And you will find something on this topic. In Psalms 34, verses 4 through 7, Exodus 14, verse 14, and Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Okay, so what do we do when we're feeling desperate? And I know we're all familiar with that feeling. And so for the days that we can't see a way out of our troubles and when desperation raises its head and we don't see an end in sight, know this. God is near. He reminds you that he's fighting for you. He tells you to stand strong in his armor and in the power of his word. Just think about that for a few moments. His words are his armor. His words are his armor. Okay, so let's read out loud every word of that armor, 
of God. Let's pray that he would help you to lift your head straight up to him, believing that he will see you through whatever situation you are struggling in. Okay. So there's another part of that feeling of desperation and you can get that feeling of desperation when your life seems to be too chaotic and too busy. And we can go to our Bibles and turn to 1 Peter, verse 5, 6 through 7, Luke 10, verse 38 through 42, and then, of course, my favorite, Psalm 46, verse 10. So when you have those days that feel really full and busy, our time with God may get pushed out or pushed aside. It's not really taking a priority in your life on this specific day. Don't fall for that trap, okay? Just don't fall for it. Because our time with God will always keep our focus clear and help us move in the right direction. He is able to multiply your efforts and fill you with great peace and joy, even in the midst of chaos, even on that extremely crazy day. Ask for his help. Ask for his help to spend time in his presence. Pray that he will help you to say yes to the best and let all the other things go. So say yes to the best. In other words, prioritize and let all the other things that aren't so important go. So that takes us to day 10. When it seems our leadership has lost its way. And this happens to me a lot. 
We can go to our Bibles and go to John 14, verse 27, Psalm 31, verse 15, and then John again, 16, verse 33. So, what we need to do is ask Him to help you not to worry about the things that are out of your control. And that's a lot of things. Don't worry about the things that aren't in your control, but to be faithful and wise and to support and pray for those leaders who might be godly influences in our land. So, you know, we'll say the President of the United States, whether you like him or don't like him, thank him that our times are in his hands. Pray for his blessing and mercy over our nation. So we're going to pray for our president and we're going to ask God to give him his blessing and mercy over our country, these United States of America. And then on day 11, When you need a reminder that God fights for you. He fights for you. Every single day of your life, he will fight for you. Know that. And there are some more words about that in our Holy Bible. And you can find these words at Joshua 23, verse 10, Deuteronomy 3, verse 22, and Romans 8, verses 31 and 32. So I want to tell you that no matter what we're facing, in our life. We are never in the battle alone. God goes before us and he's with us every step of the way. And he leads the way ahead for us. So we want to pray that you will stay alert in a dark world. We want to pray this for each other. We want to pray that God will help us to stand strong in him. Trust 
and stand strong in him and that we would daily sense his presence covering us in everything we do and in all that we're up against each day. Trust that. That takes us to day 12. When you feel really alone. And we can read more about that if we go into our beautiful Bible to Genesis 16 Verse 13, Psalm 25, verses 16 and 17, and 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. So, when struggles come, Fear and loneliness may often follow. What do I mean by that? When struggles come, fear and loneliness may often follow. You see, the enemy wants nothing more than for you to feel like you're all alone. And much like everything the enemy does, it's a lie. And I want you to know that that's a lie. And I'm here to remind you that God sees you right where you are right where you are and he won't ever leave you to fend for yourself. He would never do that to you because he loves you. So we want to thank him that he is strongly supporting us right now, right at this very moment that you're listening to my voice. Know that he sees right where you are right now and believe his word. Believe his word that he cares and you are never alone. He cares about you and you are never alone. Okay, 
So that brings us to day 13. And day 13 talks about when you're battling depression and darkness. And some of us know this very well, all too well. And we can read more about it in Matthew 19, verse 26, to Timothy 1, verse 7, and 1 John 4, verses 4. So, just by living, just by being alive, we all know that this world can feel dark. It can feel very dark. Many days of your life. And in troubling times, that darkness can hover closely nearby. Yet God is still going to be there. And he reminds us that he's greater than anything we face in our lives. Anything. That's very powerful. His power is the one who can set us free from the pit we sometimes sink down into. I know that pit well. Pray for God's miraculous power to break through the darkness to cover you, to lift you up out of the place that you may find yourself in today. Try it today. Believe that nothing, nothing is impossible with him by our side. Ask him for his healing and grace to touch the deepest parts of our life, of your life. Think on that just for a few minutes, please. Now we're on day 14. And day 14 addresses when you're facing fear about a hard diagnosis about your health. 
And you can read more about that after my sermon in Psalm 34, verse 17 through 20, and Psalm 23, verse 4, and Psalm 112, verse 7. So, some of the biggest life blows that come in the form of a diagnosis cancer some disease a chronic illness a disability constant pain it can really send us spiraling Yet nothing takes God by surprise. He knew about the problem before it was a problem. And he reminds us in the midst of bad news, we still don't have to fear. It sounds impossible and it It's not probably what you want to hear because you can't believe that at this moment. You just got a bad diagnosis. You heard about a friend's diagnosis. That wasn't good. But it's true. We still don't have to fear. And we can really, really trust him. And what do I mean by really, really trusting him? It sounds easy, but we know it's hard, right? Or it sounds hard, but we know it's too easy. So we want to pray that God will flood our heart with the assurance that he holds you and will carry you through the toughest times in your life. Go ahead and thank him in advance because his healing and strength is steadfast and true. Believe his word that assures you that he is near to the brokenhearted and that he saves those whose spirits have just been crushed with some really bad news. <sighs> That's a tough one, isn't it? Okay.
that's going to bring us to day 15. When our minds are flooded with doubt and fear. You can read more on this in your Bible at Psalm 62, verse 5, Philippians 4, verse 8, and 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 5. Sometimes in the midst of pressures and stress, our minds can start spinning out of control. And we're going to find ourselves creating problems that don't even exist. We do that. Doubt and worry can overwhelm us and take control over the situation. So at these times, we want to pray to God that he's going to help us to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. What does that mean? That means that we are going to choose to set our thoughts on him and him alone. And that in doing that, his peace and rest will guide our hearts and minds in Christ. Try it. It works. You really like it and you will find it to be a go-to. Replace those negative thoughts with thoughts of Christ. In day 16, we're going to talk about when you feel like you've drifted or lost your way. And this topic can be found in 1 John, verse 9, and Psalm 103, verse 12, and then John again, John 10, verse 10. So... When we start to feel distant from God or feel like we've lost our way, He's still there. We may not be there in our mind or heart or in our spirit, but He is still there. He waits for us to return and offers forgiveness and grace. That's the kind of God he is.
out of his presence is anxiety and fear. But in him, we will find abundant life and purpose and joy. Who doesn't want abundant life, purpose, and joy? I want to get me some of that, don't you? So let's ask God's forgiveness for what you need to make right with him. Um, thank him for covering us, for caring for his huge, and I say huge, mercy and love. You might hear my cat in the background. He's constantly licking his paws. I don't know why. But somehow, um, God thinks this is important because he's come to lie on my lap and now he's grooming himself. So please just try and ignore that background noise. So I was saying that God has huge mercy and love. And what we need to do is pray for his help and wisdom in staying close to him. I mean, there are days where I don't feel close to him or anybody. And that's okay. Because even though you don't feel like praying, just throw in a prayer that day and just let God know that we're having a hard time feeling close to him and ask him to continue to protect you and ask him to show you his goodness on a not so great day, to show you his wisdom and to help you Stay present in him. We're going to move on to one more day, and that's day 17. And day 17 talks about when you find it too hard to forgive And you can read more about that in Matthew 18, verses 21 and 22, Colossians 3, verse 13, and Ephesians 4, verse 32. So, it is recommended that we re-sentiment towards others or even towards ourselves can be controlling and consuming. Resentment towards ourselves and others can be controlling and consuming. It can breed bitterness and anxiety, and we don't want to let that win. 
that resentment can really eat you up if you don't do something with it. So when we feel that resentment, we want to pray that God will help us to let go of where you've been wronged, even when it's really hard to do. Sometimes something could have happened to us 30 years ago and we still feel hurt and resentment about it. Good morning. This is Rabbi Kim, and welcome to day eight, the second session, picking up from the first session, which went through day seven. So For day eight, let's talk about when you feel desperate. And there are specific readings that you can look up. Just bear with me for a second. Here we go. I lost my place for a second. Okay. Um, You can open your Bibles and read about when you're feeling desperate and you will find something on this topic. In Psalms 34, verses 4 through 7, Exodus 14, verse 14, and Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Okay, so what do we do when we're feeling desperate? And I know we're all familiar with that feeling. And so for the days that we can't see a way out of our troubles and when desperation raises its head and we don't see an end in sight, know this. God is near. He reminds you that he's fighting for you. He tells you to stand strong in his armor 
and in the power of his word. Just think about that for a few moments. His words are his armor. His words are his armor. Okay, so let's read out loud every word of that armor of God. Let's pray that he would help you to lift your head straight up to him, believing that he will see you through whatever situation you are struggling in. Okay. So there's another part of that feeling of desperation and you can get that feeling of desperation when your life seems to be too chaotic and too busy. And we can go to our Bibles and turn to 1 Peter, verse 5, 6-7, Luke 10, verse 38-42, through 42. and then, of course, my favorite, Psalm 46, verse 10. So, when you have those days that feel really full and busy, our time with God may get pushed out or pushed aside. It's not really taking a priority in your life on this specific day. Don't fall for that trap, okay? Just don't fall for it. Because our time with God will always keep our focus clear and help us move in the right direction. He is able to multiply your efforts and fill you with great peace and joy, even 
in the midst of chaos, even on that extremely crazy day. Ask for his help. Ask for his help to spend time in his presence. Pray that he will help you to say yes to the best and let all the other things go. So say yes to the best. In other words, prioritize and let all the other things that aren't so important go. So that takes us to day 10. When it seems our leadership has lost its way. And this happens to me a lot. We can go to our Bibles and go to John 14, verse 27. Psalm 31, verse 15. And then John again, 16, verse 33. So, what we need to do is ask him to help you not to worry about the things that are out of your control. And that's a lot of things. Don't worry about the things that aren't in your control, but to be faithful and wise and to support and pray for those leaders who might be godly influences in our land. So, you know, we'll say the President of the United States, whether you like him or don't like him, Thank him that our times are in his hands. Pray for his blessing and mercy over our nation. So we're going to pray for our president. And we're going to ask God to give him his blessing and mercy over our country, these United States of America. And then on day 11, when you need a reminder that God fights for you. He fights for you. Every single day of your life, he will fight for you. Know that. And there are some more words about that in our Holy Bible. And you can find these words at Joshua 23, verse 10. Deuteronomy 3, verse 22. And Romans 8, 
verses 31 and 32. So I want to tell you that no matter what we're facing in our life, we are never in the battle alone. God goes before us. And he's with us every step of the way. And he leads the way ahead for us. So we want to pray that you will stay alert in a dark world. We want to pray this for each other. We want to pray that God will help us to stand strong in him. Trust and stand strong in him. And that we would daily sense his presence covering us in everything we do and in all that we're up against each day. Trust that. That takes us to day 12. When you feel really alone, and we can read more about that if we go into our beautiful Bible to Genesis 16. Verse 13, Psalm 25, verse, verses 16 and 17, and 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. So, when struggles come, Fear and loneliness may often follow. What do I mean by that? When struggles come, fear and loneliness may often follow. You see, the enemy wants nothing more than for you to feel like you're all alone. And much like everything the enemy does, it's a lie. And I want you to know that that's a lie. And I'm here to remind you that God sees you right where you are. Right where you are, and he won't ever leave you to fend for yourself. He would never do that to you because he loves you. So we want to thank him 
that he is strongly supporting us right now, right at this very moment that you're listening to my voice. Know that he sees right where you are right now and believe his word. Believe his word that he cares and you are never alone. He cares about you and you are never alone. Okay, so that brings us to day 13. And day 13 talks about when you're battling depression and darkness. And some of us know this very well, all too well. And we can read more about it in Matthew 19, verse 26, to Timothy 1, verse 7, and 1 John 4, verses 4. So, just by living, just by being alive, we all know that this world can feel dark. It can feel very dark. Many days of your life. And in troubling times, that darkness can hover closely nearby. Yet God is still going to be there. And he reminds us that he's greater than anything we face in our lives. Anything. That's very powerful. His power is the one who can set us free from the pit we sometimes sink down into. I know that pit well. Pray for God's miraculous power to break through the darkness to cover you to lift you up out of the place that you may find yourself in today try it today believe that nothing nothing 
is impossible with him by our side. Ask him for his healing and grace to touch the deepest parts of our life, of your life. Think on that just for a few minutes, please. Now we're on day 14. And day 14 addresses when you're facing fear about a hard diagnosis about your health. And you can read more about that after my sermon in Psalm 34, verse 17 through 20, and Psalm 23. Verse 4 and Psalm 112, verse 7. So, some of the biggest life blows that come in the form of a diagnosis cancer, some disease, a chronic illness a disability, constant pain. It can really send us spiraling. Yet nothing takes God by surprise. He knew about the problem before it was a problem. And he reminds us In the midst of bad news, we still don't have to fear. It sounds impossible, and it's not probably what you want to hear because you can't believe that at this moment. You just got a bad diagnosis. You heard about a friend's diagnosis that wasn't good. But it's true. We still don't have to fear, and we can really, really trust him. And what do I mean by really, really trusting him? It sounds easy, but we know it's hard, right? Or it sounds hard, but we know it's too easy. So we want to pray that God will flood our heart with the assurance that he holds you and will carry you through the toughest times in your life. Go ahead and thank him in advance. Because his healing and strength is 
steadfast and true. Believe his word that assures you that he is near to the brokenhearted and that he saves those whose spirits have just been crushed with some really bad news. That's a tough one, isn't it? Okay. That's going to bring us to day 15. When our minds are flooded with doubt and fear. You can read more on this in your Bible at Psalm 62, verse 5, Philippians 4, verse 8, and 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 5. Sometimes in the midst of pressures and stress, our minds can start spinning out of control. And we're going to find ourselves creating problems that don't even exist. We do that. Doubt and worry can overwhelm us and take control over the situation. So at these times, we want to pray to God that he's going to help us to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. What does that mean? That means that we are going to choose to set our thoughts on him and him alone. And that in doing that, his peace and rest will guide our hearts and minds in Christ. Try it. It works. You really like it and you will find it to be a go-to. Replace those negative thoughts with thoughts of Christ. In day 16, we're going to talk about when you feel like you've drifted or lost your way. And 
This topic can be found in 1 John verse 9 and Psalm 103 verse 12 and then John again, John 10 verse 10. So, when we start to feel distant from God or feel like we've lost our way, He's still there. We may not be there in our mind or heart or in our spirit, but He is still there. He waits for us to return and offers forgiveness and grace. That's the kind of God he is. Out of his presence is anxiety and fear. But in him, we will find abundant life and purpose and joy Who doesn't want abundant life, purpose, and joy? I want to get me some of that, don't you? So let's ask God's forgiveness for what you need to make right with him. Um, Thank him for covering us, for caring for his huge, and I say huge, mercy and love. You might hear my cat in the background. He's constantly licking his paws. I don't know why. But somehow um, God thinks this is important because he's come to lie on my lap and now he's grooming himself. So please Just try and ignore that background noise. So I was saying that God has huge mercy and love. And what we need to do is pray for his help and wisdom in staying close to him. I mean, there are days where I don't feel close to him or anybody And that's okay, because even though you don't feel like praying, just throw in a prayer that day and just let God know that we're having a hard time feeling close to him and ask him to continue to protect you and ask him to show you his goodness on a not-so-great day to show you his wisdom and to help you stay present in him. We're going to move on to one more day, and that's day 17. And... Day 17 talks about 
when you find it too hard to forgive. And you can read more about that in Matthew 18, verses 21 and 22. Colossians 3, verse 13. And Ephesians 4, verse 32. So it is recommended that we re-sentiment towards others or even towards ourselves can be controlling and consuming. Re-sentiment towards ourselves and others can be controlling and consuming. It can breed bitterness and anxiety and we don't want to let that win. That resentment can really eat you up if you don't do something with it. So, when we feel that resentment, we want to pray that God will help us to let go of where you've been wronged, even when it's really hard to do. Sometimes something could have happened to us 30 years ago. And we still feel hurt and resentment about it. Good morning. This is Rabbi Kim, and welcome to Day 8, the second session, picking up from the first session, which went through Day 7. So, for Day 8, Let's talk about when you feel desperate. And there are specific readings that you can look up. Just bear with me for a second. Here we go. I lost my place for a second. Okay. Um, you can open your Bibles and read about when you're feeling desperate. 
and you will find something on this topic in Psalms 34, verses 4 through 7, Exodus 14, verse 14, and Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Okay, so what do we do when we're feeling desperate? And I know we're all familiar with that feeling. And so for the days that we can't see a way out of our troubles, and when desperation raises its head, and we don't see an end in sight. Know this, God is near. He reminds you that he's fighting for you. He tells you to stand strong in his armor and in the power of his word. Just think about that for a few moments. His words are his armor. His words are his armor. Okay, so let's read out loud every word of that armor of God. Let's pray that he would help you to lift your head straight up to him, believing that he will see you through whatever situation you are struggling in. Okay. So there's another part of that feeling of desperation and you can get that feeling of desperation when your life seems to be too chaotic and too busy. And we can go to our Bibles 
and turn to 1 Peter verse 5, 6 through 7, Luke 10 verse 38 through 42, and then, of course, my favorite, Psalm 46 verse 10. So when you have those days that feel really full and busy, our time with God may get pushed out or pushed aside. It's not really taking a priority in your life on this specific day. Don't fall for that trap, okay? Just don't fall for it. Because our time with God will always keep our focus clear and help us move in the right direction. He is able to multiply your efforts and fill you with great peace and joy, even in the midst of chaos, even on that extremely crazy day. Ask for his help. Ask for his help to spend time in his presence. Pray that he will help you to say yes to the best and let all the other things go. So say yes to The best, in other words, prioritize and let all the other things that aren't so important go. So that takes us to day 10. When it seems our leadership has lost its way. And this happens to me a lot. We can go to our Bibles and go to John 14, verse 27, Psalm 31, verse 15, and then John again, 16, verse 33. So what we need to do is ask him to help you not to worry about the things that are out of your control. And that's a lot of things. Don't worry about the things that aren't in your control, but to be faithful and wise and to support and pray for those leaders who might be godly influences in our land. So, you know, we'll say the President of the United States, whether you like him or don't like him, thank him that our times are in his hands. Pray for his blessing and mercy over our nation.
So we're going to pray for our president and we're going to ask God to give him his blessing and mercy over our country, these United States of America. And then on day 11, when you need a reminder that God fights for you, He fights for you every single day of your life. He will fight for you. Know that. And there are some more words about that in our Holy Bible. And you can find these words at Joshua 23, verse 10. Deuteronomy 3 verse 22 and Romans 8 verses 31 and 32. So I want to tell you that no matter what we're facing in our life, we are never in the battle alone. God goes before us. And he's with us every step of the way. And he leads the way ahead for us. So we want to pray that you will stay alert in a dark world. We want to pray this for each other. We want to pray that God will help us to stand strong in him. Trust and stand strong in him. And that we would daily sense his presence covering us in everything we do and in all that we're up against each day. Trust that. That takes us to day 12. When you feel really alone, and we can read more about that if we go into our beautiful Bible to Genesis 16, verse 13. Psalm 25, verse, verses 16 and 17. And 2 Chronicles 16, verse Nine. So, when struggles come, fear and loneliness may often follow. 
What do I mean by that? When struggles come, fear and loneliness may often follow. You see, the enemy wants nothing more than for you to feel like you're all alone. And much like everything the enemy does, it's a lie. And I want you to know that that's a lie. And I'm here to remind you that God sees you right where you are. Right where you are. And he won't ever leave you to fend for yourself. He would never do that to you. Because he loves you. So we want to thank him that he is strongly supporting us right now, right at this very moment that you're listening to my voice. Know that he sees right where you are right now and believe his word. Believe his word that he cares and you are never alone. He cares about you and you are never alone. Okay, so that brings us to day 13. And day 13 talks about when you're battling depression and darkness. And some of us know this very well, all too well. And we can read more about it in Matthew 19, verse 26, to Timothy 1, verse 7, and 1 John 4, verses 4. So, just by living, just by being alive, we all know that this world can feel dark. It can feel very dark. Many days of your life. And in troubling times, that darkness can hover closely nearby 
Yet God is still going to be there. And he reminds us that he's greater than anything we face in our lives. Anything. That's very powerful. His power is the one who can set us free from the pit we sometimes sink down into. I know that pit well. Pray for God's miraculous power to break through the darkness to cover you, to lift you up out of the place that you may find yourself in today. Try it today. Believe that nothing, nothing is impossible with him by our side. Ask him for his healing and grace to touch the deepest parts of our life, of your life. Think on that just for a few minutes, please. Now we're on day 14. And day 14 addresses when you're facing fear about a hard diagnosis, about your health. And you can read more about that after my sermon in Psalm 34, verse 17 through 20, and Psalm 23, verse 4, and Psalm 112, verse 7. So some of the biggest life blows that come in the form of a diagnosis, cancer, some disease, a chronic illness, a disability, constant pain. It can really send us spiraling. Yet, Nothing takes God by surprise. He knew about the problem before it was a problem. And he reminds us in the midst of bad news, we still don't have to fear. It sounds impossible and it it's not probably what you want to hear because you can't believe that at this moment. 
you just got a bad diagnosis, you heard about a friend's diagnosis that wasn't good. But it's true. We still don't have to fear. And we can really, really trust him. And what do I mean by really, really trusting him? It sounds easy, but we know it's hard, right? Or it sounds hard, but we know it's too easy. So we want to pray that God will flood our heart with the assurance that he holds you and will carry you through the toughest times in your life. Go ahead and thank him in advance. Because his healing and strength is steadfast and true. Believe his word that assures you that he is near to the brokenhearted and that he saves those whose spirits have just been crushed with some really bad news. That's a tough one, isn't it? Okay. That's going to bring us to day 15. When our minds are flooded with doubt and fear. You can read more on this in your Bible at Psalm 62, verse 5, Philippians 4, verse 8, and 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 5. Sometimes in the midst of pressures and stress, our minds can start spinning out of control. And we're going to find ourselves creating problems that don't even exist. We do that. Doubt and worry can overwhelm us and take control over the situation. So at these times, we want to pray to God that he's going to help us to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ. What does that mean? 
that means that we are going to choose to set our thoughts on him and him alone. And that in doing that, his peace and rest will guide our hearts and minds in Christ. Try it. It works. You really like it and you will find it to be a go-to. Replace those negative thoughts with thoughts of Christ. In day 16, we're going to talk about when you feel like you've drifted or lost your way. And this topic can be found in 1 John verse 9 and Psalm 103 verse 12 and then John again, John 10 verse 10. So when we start to feel distant from God or feel like we've lost our way, he's still there. We may not be there in our mind or heart or in our spirit, but he is still there. He waits for us to return and offers forgiveness and grace. That's the kind of God he is. Out of his presence is anxiety and fear. But in him, we will find abundant life and purpose and joy. Who doesn't want abundant life, purpose, and joy? I want to get me some of that, don't you? So let's ask God's forgiveness for what you need to make right with him. Um, thank him for covering us, for caring for his huge, and I say huge, mercy and love. You might hear my cat in the background. He's constantly licking his paws. I don't know why. But somehow, um, God thinks this is important because he's come to lie on my lap and now he's grooming himself. So please just try and ignore that background noise. So I was saying that God has huge mercy and love. And what we need to do is pray for his help and wisdom 
in staying close to him. I mean, there are days where I don't feel close to him or anybody. And that's okay. Because even though you don't feel like praying, just throw in a prayer that day and just let God know that we're having a hard time feeling close to him. And ask him to continue to protect you and ask him to show you his goodness on a not so great day, to show you his wisdom and to help you stay present in him. We're going to move on to one more day, and that's day 17. And day 17 talks about when you find it too hard to forgive. And you can read more about that in Matthew 18, verses 21 and 22. Colossians 3, verse 13, and Ephesians 4, verse 32. So, it is recommended that we re-sentiment towards others or even towards ourselves can be controlling and consuming. Resentment towards ourselves and others can be controlling and consuming. It can breed bitterness and anxiety, and we don't want to let that win. That resentment can really eat you up if you don't do something with it. So when we feel that resentment, we want to pray that God will help us to let go of where you've been wronged even when it's really hard to do. Sometimes something could have happened to us 30 years ago and we still feel hurt and resentment about it. 